Boutique Studios, where we're spent. God damn it. Hey, this is live. You gotta Turn keep it going. Again, you gotta keep going. I had last week's fucking thing. Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it live. We'll do it live. Start, that's fine, but I wanted you to start the song over. It's not the same if I fucked that up. I had last week's notes in front of me. That's unfortunate. That sucks, yeah. That's unfortunate. I'm sorry, guys. No. Okay. It's okay. Okay. The podcast will still be fine. Are we ready now? Sure. Are we recording? Sure. Yeah, why not? I haven't stopped. Live from Podcast Row, inside a strip mall somewhere near Minneapolis, where the state of our odors is strong, you're in the South Stands. I'm Colin Daniels with producer Scott Stafford, the brain trust of BSN Rockies, Jake Shapiro, and Drew Creaseman. And your host, John Awesome. Denver Bears fans. Wow, we got Denver Bears fans here. You know it. Wow. It's great. I'm going to be like Trump. I'm just going to clap into the microphone every time I say something. It's 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 great to be back uh, bringing you Denver's <laughs> finest internet sports talk since 1971. It's fantastic Woo! to be back with oh, you guys. Uh, it's fantastic to have our guests, and we're going to get into that real quick. But I just wanted to say we are streaming live on, on YouTube. Hi, so everyone YouTube. wave. I, we I think. think. I, we I think. think. I'm pretty yeah, sure it's still, it's, it's still going. It's still going. So uh, that's awesome. And it was, uh, it was remarkably easy to do. So you big fucking pussy, Brandon Perner. I don't know what your fucking problem was, you goddamn wuss. Yes! And look, at, I, I'm going to do this, Colin, and I'm not even going to half blame Scott if the computer gets burned out. So I'm just, I'm, just, I'm not even going to half blame. Only you, you should bl- blame me anyway. I think just, I'll blame you anyway. Yeah. So you big fucking wuss. It was, it was easy as hell. So I don't know what your fucking problem is, you goddamn pussy. Pussy. Took so, us long enough, though. Anyway, um, back to the show. Yeah, it's good to be here. Hi, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Um, Love you, buddy. Drew, Jake, welcome. Welcome back. How's yeah. it going? Hey, we're great. <laughs> There's nothing going on. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's the off season. What they play other sports? Or I am well, shocked that you guys are having us on. I've done a Denver media spot <laughs> well, since October. Well, well this is Rockies Town. This is this is Rockies Town. That's why you're here. So, twenty four seven, three hundred sixty five days a year, it's Rockies Town. So, um, you guys are probably eager to talk because no one has. Uh, there is never an off season <laughs> for, for <laughs> Rockies talk. <laughs> Absolutely. Rockies. Well, it's funny because you guys brought it up. You said, "Well, you know, it's a Super Bowl, blah blah blah," and I just kind of was like. I don't fucking care about the Super Bowl personally. I'm like, I, it's 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 a topic we will talk about it, but it really is not even on my radar. Like people are like, oh, the Super Bowl, got to get ready for the. It's like, eh, not really. So it's good to have you guys. We can talk Super Bowl. We can talk. It's Rockies. just as exciting as the NBA Finals with the Golden State Warriors. Well, it's yeah. part it's of that. Just for, as exciting. And I'll ask you guys this because I've been wondering about Broncos fans. Is part of that because 
the expectation is for the Broncos to get there every year, and especially with the Patriots being huge rivals of the Broncos, you guys kind of just ignore the fact that there's a Super Bowl because the Patriots are in it. I think you're giving the Broncos way too much credit <laughs> by saying that the Patriots are rivals of the Broncos. The Patriots are kind of like Germany. They're rivals of the world. Um, <laughs> there's nobody, nobody. I can attest to that. Nobody, yes. nobody likes the Patriots except Patriots fans. And uh, that's what that's what I think makes this Super Bowl kind of a drag for most of America is the fact that the Patriots are once again involved. But on the other hand, as a football fan and as somebody who appreciates greatness, seeing them win that sixth Super Bowl would be kind of cool. I'm looking forward to the game, but I'm not a I'm not freaking out about it because it's not an interesting matchup to me. It's not an interesting matchup, and and I'm I'm kind of with you on that. Like I don't want the Patriots to win, but it's it's almost inevitable they're gonna they're gonna win. Um, and I I don't want to live in a world where the Eagles have won the Super Bowl. That's really the main thing. I don't I don't think the Patriots have already won five. Another one, no big deal. They've already established their dynasty. They're great. They're they're fantastic. They'll they'll live on forever. And their fans suck. Their fans suck. Are, are yeah. Philadelphia fans worse than Boston? Oh, for fans? sure. Okay, then I'll, I don't think there's any question I about think, it. I think they're pretty. Yeah, they're awful. I saw you guys go in on this, and I know this is a hot topic for you guys: the transplant fans. Mm. And I see that we saw that with Boston this week as oh, the, Celtics the Celtics came to game. town, which is I think good for the Nuggets when they have that drawing crowd. Uh, it's good for the Rockies whenever the Cubs come here or whatever because you Dodgers, have that crowd st louis cardinals cardinals yeah, yeah. but i don't know I, I i've kind of been going back and forth on this and i wanted to hear more of your guys's take in an expanded form because you guys are such denver sports fans about how you feel when you see the the boston celtics come here and then you have this wave of fans come in and invade your territory it's good and it's bad right? I, look, I look at it a lot like having a gay son I, it bums me out <laughs> that i have a gay son but Shit. <laughs> But is, that, is this what hand, you were looking for? Is this the analogy you were hoping? Is this what oh, you were fishing no. for, Jake? Oh, I'm no. not going to love him any less. Um, and, and certainly, you know, I'll come around. And I'm coming around to the idea that we have to live with the fact that we're our, our lot in life is as the fans of a team who typically, whichever sport it is except football, um, is likely to attract a large number of opposing fans. Now, when you go, you're, you're not going to go to a Broncos game and be overwhelmed by the opposition's fans, other than maybe when the Steelers come to town. That that's a bit of an exception. But but when you go to a Rockies game against, say, the Dodgers, or you go to an Avalanche game against, say, Blackhawks, Chicago, Chicago, uh, Minnesota is another. Minnesota is another one. They've yeah. got a great draw at Pepsi Center for some reason. Um, nuggets against the Celtics or the Nuggets against the Golden State Warriors, you're going to have to accept that there are going to be a lot of people sitting around you. who, and, and as long as they are respectful and don't do things like start a chant, which the Celtics fans did at Pepsi Center, let's not have the let's go Celtics That's chant obnoxious. in somebody oh, else's dude. house. That's yeah. obnoxious. Now, you – sorry, I hate, Scott. I hate that. You know, Coors Field, the, the, when the Dodgers are in town, the let's go Dodgers is just – it's yeah. horrible, absolutely horrible. Well, this got brought up. We've talked about this for years, this whole transplant thing and fans coming in. We've covered this. We've written about it. And then Vic Lombardi just starts talking about it just this week, and then everyone's all, oh, oh, oh this what is, an interesting this is, subject. What an interesting topic. So, uh, But Nate Kreckman was, was, was kind of defending. Nate Kreckman, a, a fellow uh, Chicagoan. Uh, and, and I've softened 
uh, my position on it over the years where I'm now kind of like, hey, look, if you don't, if you don't want to hear these assholes. A lot of things have softened over yeah, the lot, years. A lot of things have softened. <laughs> and I, I said, you know, hey, if you, if you don't like it, then get your ass down there and drown them out because as more and more people show up, then you're going to, you're going to represent that fan and That's base. exactly what I do is when somebody's chanting, let's go Dodgers, I chant, let's go Rockies. But John has a theory that I think is a good one, and that is that the transplants have kids, those kids attend the games over time, eventually. I it's can attest Im- to that. I moved here when I was, mark. Yeah. I was 13 years old, 12 years old. Yep. I'm a Nuggets fan now. My middle name is Jordan. I was named after the best bowl of all time. Who's and- that? Uh, uh, Mikel Jordan. Oh, I know. Yes. Mikel. Yes. Oh, so, so yeah. exactly. That's the guy with the dad that died, so, right? So, exactly. So, and you were even a little older, but I'm right. talking like when kids have like born and raised here and they're like, I love Charlie Blackman. He's fucking awesome. They're going to love the Rockies uh, from an early age on and then they're going to create that fan base. So, maybe their douchebag dad is like a Mets fan, right? And he's going to be like, well, I really oh, like the Mets. And then, and then the kids are going to be like, I don't know anything about this. I love. I right. like Charlie Blackman. I, w- I want to see that. That's where it's gonna. That's where it's gonna. That's where it's gonna change. But it's, it'll take a generation. And then his dad will say Mets boy and thump him one. Yeah, well, yeah. it's funny because I bring up uh, Vic Lombardi because um, actually when we the only time we had Vic on the show we did it from uh, Scott's house in Golden. Is it about the gay son? And he, brought, he <laughs> brought up some gay son thing, <laughs> and Vic got like kind of like exactly what I he was, was like. Hey man, too. hey man, I, we gotta we, we gotta edit cut that, that out. out. Yeah, and I was like, stuff. I was like, way to go, Scott. Just bum Vic out. So. I don't know what that's all about, but yeah, but um, yeah, the transplant debate is a, is is a hot one uh, as always, and I think that uh, you know you're going to get that. And I think uh, what did Nate call it? Um, a heritage team. The Celtics are a heritage team, meaning you know everyone's it's just they've been around for so long. And baseball's kind of the same way. The Rockies, in respect to the other teams, haven't been around very long. They're babies. Yeah, they're babies compared to the Cubs or the Reds or anybody like that. So um, it's. It's going to take time, but I think that's the one you're going to see first. The Broncos are going to still, they're still going to be number one, and there's always going to be more Bronco fans. The Rockies are going to come along, and I think the other two teams, eh, that might well, be. Well, the Nuggets have been around a long time, yet th- there's no Absol- travelability ab- whatsoever. Precisely 50 years, I believe, based on the but, 50th anniversary marketing campaign. That, that's I an awfully escape. long time, 50 but years. They, but they've also been bad base. for most of that 50 years. All of it. Yeah, outside of like, all of it. What, they made the, they made the first maybe? round of the playoffs for ten straight years. <laughs> I'm not. I'm oh, talking man. Chicago Bulls. I'm talking Chicago Bulls. Uh, Michael Jordan, good. I'm talking like that established a, um, a a fan base that will never go away, right? Yeah, and you have that with all the original six teams in hockey, and you have that with all the big teams, like in the Blackhawks. Yeah, or the teams in baseball that have established TV markets. Like the Cubs have been on WGN, the Braves on T- TBS, TNT for three times as long as the Rockies have been in existence. Although here's, here's a, here's a good bar question. You know, bar trivia. You guys like bar trivia? Sure, of course. Uh, the, the second oldest NFL franchise is second oldest NFL franchise. The Arizona Cardinals. Arizona, yeah. Arizona Cardinals. And they have like no fans, no, no fans whatsoever. Yeah, none. So, um, well, they've yeah, moved three times. They've moved around a lot. So, you know, that's, but that's the only exception too. to the rule. Though. Well, the rest of the franchises that have been around forever are those heritage type of franchises, so it's heritage teams, as Crackman said. But not, the, not the Cardinals. I think uh, the thing that really works in, in favor of baseball, though, is the 
fact that the regular season actually matters that really kills the NBA. Like, I don't, I'm not one of those guys anymore. I don't have that much time to watch the NBA, but I know a lot of guys used to be like, I don't even watch till they get to the playoffs because that's when you get rid of all the bad teams, half the league makes the playoffs. In baseball, like you could see last year, yeah, the Rockies only got to play one playoff game, but all of the build up to it, that whole month that of was a baseball. That was a play-in game, by the way. Yeah, yeah, right? But that, that whole month of baseball was exciting for Rockies fans where Whereas in basketball, the regular season doesn't work in such a way that the final entire month can be. If it's exciting that you're just trying to make the playoffs in basketball, that means you're getting the 8C, which means you're going to get bounced immediately. Who cares? Whereas both teams typically now, especially with the two wild cards in yeah. baseball, no one can afford to coast down the stretch. All of the, the 162 games, and still sometimes we have to play 163rd one to decide between these teams. Like it, it. It gets that passion going in fans. Rockies I think that's could what have it's legitimately won the World Series last year. Sure. They could have legitimately done it. We're an eighth seed. We'll never. Well, right. and, it's, and, right. it's, and it's baseball. Hockey's the same way. If you get in and you get hot, you can you can make some noise. So, And I think football is kind of the way, too. The NBA, and going back to the Nuggets, I just think that they've been bad for so long. They, they've never had like uh, that that generational player and when they did Carmelo Anthony he he wanted to leave after his uh, two tours were up I think that's what it was think about my age growing up we had Carmelo in town yep we had uh Tim Tebow was the best player oh, on the Broncos at that wow. point yes. but yeah. and you had Troy Tulowitzki and then the Avs had uh Stasny and a couple other yep. solid players but the two best players in town were the guy in the Nuggets, Carmelo, and sure. for a short time, Allen Iverson. And then you had Troy Tulowitzki, Todd Helton. So the generation that my age is, um, especially my age because I'm 22 and you know just shortly younger than the so Rockies, <laughs> um, like all the kids I know are huge Rockies fans yeah. because there was such a boom in Denver yep. when that came around. And they're obviously huge Broncos fans because the Broncos have been to five Super Bowls and won three over that time, four and three, yep. whatever that is. So there is such a market for that, whereas the Nuggets never capitalized. But I am a Nuggets fan because I fell in love with those two teams, the one with Carmelo and AI, then the other one that was so fun to watch under George Carl. So the big sports fans, I think my age, are Nuggets fans and have fallen into that. And you see that when you go to a Nuggets game because there's a lot of kids between 15 and 20 that yeah. like going to Nuggets games, but the Nuggets have such a small market and they need to capitalize on that now because I'll tell you this, I told Harrison Wynn this the other day, if the Nuggets make the playoffs this year and I get the paycheck I want, I'm buying season tickets next year and I will be a Nuggets fan wow. for life. But Look they need that. to capitalize yeah. on this that. Guy. I'm telling you, they sure. need to capitalize on their ability right now or else they're going to lose a generation of fans. And, well, and one thing, sorry to interrupt you, John, one, one thing that I learned from Andrew Feinstein who's, who founded Denver Stiffs is that as a Nuggets fan, you have to learn to accept other definitions of what a championship is. Yeah. It, because you're not going to enjoy the one. It'll happen someday. There will be the one. But you're not going to be a franchise that can expect year after year after year to be a championship contender. Because of all of the four major sports leagues, the NBA is the most top-heavy. Just I, give me yeah. Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic as guys that maybe can be all-stars in a team that can win maybe a playoff series or two, and I'm happy. Um, I think it proves the, the whole the whole idea, though, that the younger generation, they grew up on these Denver sports, you're going to see that turnover, and they're going to be like, ah, the Pistons. I don't care about the Pistons. My fucking dad likes them. Screw that. I like the Nuggets. You know. So I think that's what you're going to see. So, well, we just blew through that quarter, boys. 
That was yeah. good. Yeah. Well, yeah. um, we'll have to uh, we'll have to talk a little more here about uh, various other topics as we uh, as we head to the first break. Yeah, various. Hopefully, the second quarter isn't as bad as the Nuggets have played oh, in the second quarter this year. Oh, yes. yes. Or or the Avs second. No, the Avs first period. Never mind. I tried an analogy. It didn't work. So, uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Information Cafe. That's where Denver does its thing because this is not a chain store. This is a unique Denver institution. It's a coffee shop. It's a comic book store. It's used records and books and great people and cool stuff at Muni Information Cafe right there at Broadway and, Broadway and Ellsworth. And when you go in there, if you'd let them know the South Stand sent you, that would just be great. Muni Information Cafe. It's the questions. Vance Joseph enjoy coaching in the Senior Bowl since it's the closest he'll come to coaching in the Super Bowl. After meeting Vance Joseph, did Baker Mayfield become determined to prove himself to the Browns? <laughs> when fans claim that Vance Joseph is the crappiest coach in town, does Mike Malone get offended? <laughs> if Mike Malone makes proper use of the talent on this team, could he potentially bring it back to past glory by getting swept in the first round of the playoffs? Yeah. Does Larry Walker sometimes wish he had let Todd Helton prick him? <laughs> Is batting only one area where Walker would prefer not to discuss his home road splits? <laughs> Can the Rockies' new scoreboard play first base and hit for power? Thank you, Nate Kreckman. That's a good tweet. Is placing Radio Row for Super Bowl 52 at the Mall of America food court kind of like holding an AA meeting at Don's Club Tavern? Did Alfred Williams keep having to hand back his 24-hour chip at the Cinnabon? <laughs> Is DMAC just happy to be in a building full of moms? <laughs> Has Cecil Lammy already spent hours judging the staff at the comic book store? You have questions. We have answers. SouthStandsDenver.com, Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1971. Cause once I get started, I go to town Cause I'm not like everybody else 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 It's true It's the theme of the show, we're not like everybody else Hopefully not You know what, I forgot to tell everybody Um because we're doing this and it's it's streaming live, this is the only live and local um, sports talk 
show on right now in Denver. How about that? I, I mean, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if anything else, but this is this is it. You guys are live, Let's claim it, anyway. live and local. Nice. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, pretty good. Brokered programming. It's great. Brought to you by Torchies Tacos. <laughs> oh yeah, love, I'd love a Torchies sponsorship. You know, I've never had Torchies. Never, I've never. Dude, eaten them. are you kidding me? I've never had it. Yeah, I. Oh, I, dude. Look at he's he's reaching dude, in the bag. You gotta go to Torchies. Um, I, just every time I'd go by there, like when it first opened, it'd There's be a like long line. And I'd like, oh, fuck, I'm not going in there. In line. And then I'd be like driving by. I'm like, ah, I don't know the menu. I'm gonna sit there, and it's gonna take me a while. Dude, get the now. fried shrimp one when you go. It's just it's just stay with retarded. the fried shrimp yeah. one. Just that it. Yeah. I had a uh, chicken fajita. So oh, okay. A little spice on there too. Ooh, well, absolutely, a little spice will go a long way for me. Um, it's it's an Austin chain, so you know that's kind of a nice fit for Denver, right? We're trying yeah. to be more Austin-y My around ex-girlfriend here. My ex girlfriend was from Austin, so she was like, Get "I had a girlfriend from Austin too." I took a Greyhound bus out to stay with her in her dorm at UT, and sex was had. Wow. Yeah, you what? said this story before. Wow, that's awesome. Well, you don't need to hear on it the Greyhound. On the yeah, sex was had <laughs> on the Greyhound. On everything but the Greyhound. Oh, so you did not join the thirty-inch uh. club. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, well, I swear we'll I swear we'll get to some Rockies here. But you 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 bring up Mike Malone, and you being a a, a, a Nuggets fan from way back or seven years or however long it was. Potential season ticket. <laughs> Potential holder. season ticket holder. Um, what do you think of Mike Malone? I, I don't know if you know my opinion or anything, but I, I think it's been it's been on the Twitter sphere. It's been it's been uh, well not a, known. Not a fan. I, not a fan. Not a fan. And and I will I will always say that the Nuggets in the NBA are probably the sport that I I probably follow the least. I admit that I, I'm not a, I'm not a massive NBA fan. I love the Nuggets. I'll watch it if it's on. If I got nothing going on. Um, so I will I will throw that out there. I'm not the biggest fan. I'm probably not the most knowledgeable, but I can just tell he sucks. And from the minute he said, <laughs> from the minute he he blamed the fans for the Nuggets being shitty, I thought this guy blows. He needs to get the fuck out of here. I don't disagree with all of what you said. Okay, but I have to be careful about my words because sometimes they send me down there to cover the Nuggets. That's fine. And no, I no, also I, I also am not the biggest. Like I'm, I'll self admit I am not a hardcore self basketball. Self admit. Self admit. I wow. I am not. I don't know all. Usually that much I have about to admit basketball. things for him. Right. So. Self admit is <laughs> yeah. what I did that one yeah. time. I was I had I was a little shaky yeah. and I had to go uh, spend a few days at the at the Happy Ranch. Anyway, I thought self admit was what Colin was going to have to do if he hadn't gotten if that Greyhound story had ended. Oh. <laughs> That's right. self-admit, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm kind of, I, you know, I think that they could do better at that position, but I at don't... the coaching position? Yes. <laughs> I, can, I, can do whatever, I can do better in every position. You can be diplomatic. As a, as a sports reporter, you can say, well, I think his, you know, everyone's always like, his rotations are bad. And I'm like, no, okay, No, he's just fine. not that good of a coach. Okay, gotcha. That's what I will say. I think, but, I think, I think that's what everyone's yeah. discovering. I don't think he's that good of a coach. I mean, the, the end of game stuff, the last two games has been brutal it's, it's one thing to have brutal. strategic differences with a coach in a league it's another thing to watch a guy make unforced error after unforced error you can't not call that the Celtics, game, the Celtics game was an unforced error and he made a huge mistake not taking the time out you should never but be down 20 that, at home anyway the way the Spurs game ended though that was I, I think everybody made the right decision Barton just missed the shot if if they've got a talented they've got talented guys in the team they're very young I understand they got a lot of young guys they're inexperienced but there's talented guys on that team and I think a better coach would get a little bit more out of them and I don't think he's getting um, that little bit extra out of them and I think he needs to go 
And obviously, he turned me off a long time ago, but I just think now we're starting to see, hey, he's not that good of a coach. I just am disappointed with the lack of step Nikola Jokic has taken this year. And I think that is a big sign as well. Uh, And I don't, I like what Jamal Murray's doing. I like the progression of Gary Harris. Jamal Murray's a bad motherfucker. He's good. Awesome. But it scares me because Jamal Murray's reaching the level Jokic was at last year. When does Murray take that next step? And but, I don't know if he can and under that's, the current And that's coach. what scared me during at the end of the Spurs game. Murray had the ball in his hands, and he kicked it out to Barton. And I'm thinking, dude, if you're Russell Westbrook, you don't do that. Yeah. You take that thing to the rack. He's 20. And you embarrass somebody. And he has the capability to do He's that. He's 20, so I back off a little bit on him. But at the same time, I feel like if I'm the coach of that team, I give him all, hey, you, you're our guy. If you're going to take 40 shots a game, you're going to take 40 shots a but, game. But, I don't care. But now they're running the risk of having a young talent a plateau too, too early and not make that next leap. Well, Jokic has to hit the weight room is what he has to do. That's true. It's kind of like your namesake, uh, Michael Jordan. Like when he hit the weight room, that's when... Yeah. Hopefully y- the y- weight room was the only thing he hit. <laughs> <laughs> hit a couple times on the 21 table, you know. No, he was hitting some blackjack, they're, they're, they're hitting, hitting the cigars. They were hitting it nonstop on the road back then. Uh, and that wasn't even a thing. There's no social media, no one to bust them, no TMZ. Yeah, yeah. They just had the time of their life. Well, he's, he but, was uh, a killer. But Jokic, uh, man, he's got he's got baby fat stuff. So, so listen, um, I feel bad that, uh, that Jake's been dominating the show so far. So, Drew, <laughs> let's talk about The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight <laughs> is a terrible movie. And, oh, we're going to um, start this. Right now. <laughs> All right, look, let's let's stop dominating the conversation. Okay, we got to get into the second half. Uh, no, we got five minutes. No, seriously. So I, I I got I got pretty hammered the other night, and I was watching a bunch of movies, and I watched The Dark Knight because um, I saw it when it came out, didn't like it then. And I thought I'm going to watch this again, and uh, I'm going to I'm going to prove all these nerds wrong, and 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 watch it and say, you know, yeah, this is a bad movie. This is not it's not good. Now I say bad movie. It's certainly one of the better superhero movies um, that's been made. But people are saying like, you know, Raj Sharon's like it's one of the greatest movies of all time. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, come on. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm I, with Raj. I, I, I know you are. That's why I brought it up. Um, Heath Ledger. Fantastic! What just a, in, probably my least favorite part of that whole wow. Movie. It's yeah. it's but it's it's the best part of the movie. The rest uh, of it is like is like really just like kind of disjointed and just kind of lame. I yeah no I I think I, actually the the thing that bothers me most about that movie is that people remember it for Heath Ledger's performance and I don't think people would remember it quite as much if he hadn't died and I think he was very good in that role but I mean to the point that people are ruining movies He's that are coming his dead out privilege. now. <laughs> Yeah, like like, like people people are like still like they hate on movies now because of Heath Ledger. Like people just couldn't even bother with the new stuff. So like, no, like I I don't know. I just, I, I just totally disagree. I think I I once did my top fifty comic book adaptations of all time, and I think there are quite a few of them that are very very good. And it placed second on my list. And if you took Heath Ledger out of it, it would probably place like. 10th or 11th wow see that's and that's comic book movies so so we're talking and television so, shows so Raj is like you know thinking like Godfather Godfather but, 2 is like it's better than those movies you, like, no you on. said now you have to understand how much I fucking love comic book uh, movies that's fine. so I got so I actually would be in agreement there I, I think there's a way I think people tend to put comic book movies in this weird category where it's like th- there's a lot of stuff that people wouldn't even know is based on comic book movies sure. we don't do it with stuff that's based on books I, I, I think that's nonsense so I think just because it's got a couple of characters in it that yeah the guy's dressed like a clown and the other guy's in a bat suit those are the only things about especially the dark knight in particular the only thing that differentiates that from essentially the way godfather 2 is structured is that there's one guy in a clown suit and one guy in a bat suit other than that it's 
standard crime drama. It I really got you. Is, I got but. you. Now, um, so here's here's the thing. What I'm getting to, and this kind of comes back to my whole. Um, uh, transplant fan, fan thing, uh, being young and learning to like the local teams. How old were you when The Dark Knight came out? Oh gosh, what, came what, out what, in two thousand eight. Yeah, um, I don't know. So I was in college. I was yeah. Everybody that loves The Dark Knight is right around your age. They love it, and I think it it struck a nerve with a certain age of male. And they love it, and they can't say no. They they stand by it no matter what. I'm pretty sure you're about the same age as Raj, and I think that's that's the yeah, that's the thing we're. No, we're, I'm I'm very very big on going completely outside of my own time frame to dig okay. stuff though. So like a lot of my favorite shit came out from like before I was born. Uh, I, I'm I'm very well studied on this stuff. So no, I, I really don't think I'm just saying to do it struck that. a nerve. It struck a nerve. Like like Charlie Blackman would strike a nerve <laughs> with a with a young eight year old who sees him and thinks he's great. And then, and then Charlie Blackman can go on to be a, a serial killer, and he'll still love Charlie Blackman because he remembers that one time. A serial killer with the Red Sox. There is something <laughs> about it that was if you had been a DC fan and a Batman fan for a long time, and you would live through the '90s shit where like Michael Keaton was close, and then they put nipples on the bat suit and Val <laughs> Kilmer and George Clooney and all this other shit, and then Batman Begins was like okay, we're on the right track, and then Dark Knight came out. So I think you're right, that at that moment in time, more than it being necessarily about the quality of the film, it was like, finally, this is a version of Batman that like Frank Miller was getting out in 1986, the year I was born, the best comic book written about Batman. He's going deep. He's going that, deep. So that's what I'm talking about. So it's like, it, it was more a, a realization of the potential that we had seen for years and years and years that had never been fulfilled. All right, I got you. Michael Keaton is still my favorite Batman. He was yeah. a good Batman. And there, um, there I want, are I want, I want people of a certain age. I want to point There you go, out. see? Very quickly, Drew, turn, look at... Look at this. So, look at this little gray in the beard <laughs> right here. Oh, yeah. get off of that. That is going to be, he's going to look just like uh, you in like eight years. Is this what's happening now? Yes. Um, uh, okay. We got it. Right now it looks sophisticated and kind of classy. It does. Oh, yeah. Eventually well, this you're going to look like a homeless guy. <laughs> what? This doesn't look sophisticated and <laughs> no, classy? Like, it's full on hobo. A sophisticated yeah, classy hobo. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, uh, let's then get. It, then it goes straight into Santa. Let's get into right the second half. I had, I had to give Drew his time because I know he was very upset with me the other day. <laughs> and I had to give him his time. So we can move on from that and uh, talk about some other things. So we're already at the halfway point and um, it's been flying by. So let's. Let's, uh, let's get back after this and uh, talk some more stuff. In holy rattlesnakes that fell all around your feet And your mom would stick a fork right into daddy's shoulder And dad would throw the garbage all across the floor As we would lay and learn what each other's bodies were Secret place for no 
listening to Jim and Jim Sports Radio KSJM 103.6 The Jim. The Jim. Brought to you by Slim Jim, Jimmy John's, and Gold's Jim. Good morning, everybody. Let's just jump right into it. Super Bowl 52 around the corner. We got Patriots versus Eagles. What do you think of these Patriots, Jim? Let me tell you something about the Patriots, all right? They score touchdowns, they win games, and also, they're white. Mm, white they are. And you know what Come else they are? Blue and red. Blue and red are colors. Come on! And those colors are on their jerseys. They also wear cleats. You know who else wears cleats? Okay, we've gotten gone. The Eagles. To so check this guy, they're, they're white. The Eagles are flying high. Fly, Eagles fly. My, oh, my. It's a good thing they you guys have fun. You guys want to listen to this trash. Their star I'll running back. I'll, I'll take, I'm talking, I'll take of course, five. about Jay Ajay. I'll fucking walk off this show. What a... <laughs> <laughs> check these guys out Harris Alterman and uh, and you can check them out on YouTube at, at the D League we're not going to bore you anymore with it obviously we've been gonged by by John but uh, check they're them white. out it's, uh, they, they can't tell on this but the first joke is that they're white well but you didn't well, you, you, you didn't listen beyond that they kept you know kept going with other stuff about the colors but uh Anyway, Harris Alterman and Woody Roseland and their buddies at the D League. Check it out. Most on, uncomfortable on, moment on in YouTube. this show's history. This is we've been doing this for well, so you, long. You this, made it that way. This, no, I did. You I did, made I, it that way. We could we could have avoided this uncomfortable moment. I'm just glad we were here to make history. Is what I'm. Saying. <laughs> you know how we can we can we can bring this moment to a better light. We're about to. Let's do it. Spike! like the sports oh, who doesn't you like that? Everyone loves oh. sports. sports are good uh, sports um, are really good sports. we had we had uh ryan on here and uh he had never done sports before oh yeah what i, li- I listened to that did you on sports so you guys when you had the questions thing you asked him uh like do you ever feel like when you're listening to Colin say these ridiculous questions that Patrick Smythe is on the other end? <laughs> I, the first thing I thought Uh-oh. of before you even asked that question to Ryan is like, oh, my God, he's going to be in trouble with Patrick Smythe. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, he was thinking that. <laughs> he was definitely thinking that. Um, yeah, he, he had never done it because the time before we had it, I think the sound was off. We didn't have good sound or something like that. Or he didn't get to do it for some reason. I don't know why. But uh, he was happy to do it. I so. think because I wasn't there, I've, yeah, I've but, yet to even oh, meet you know, him. Because you know I've, I've missed it now twice. You know, I, I probably, I probably, I probably put it in later. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, Not yeah. as fun, Colin. I'm, re- I'm fun. really sorry. I didn't like your bit. I'm sorry. I, I I can tell you're mad, and I don't want you to be mad. Well, no, no, no. I don't I'm want you to be mad. No, I'm not mad at all. It, it, maybe it wasn't a good fit for the podcast <laughs> format, but I would encourage everybody to check it out. These guys have a Facebook page. It's called the D League, and they're you know, they're young video maker comics. And the theme was that it's 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 a talk radio show where the hosts are both named Jim, and all the callers are named Jim, and. <laughs> They talk about how much. Oh, man, I wish like we would 
listen to it. <laughs> and it gets it gets Woo! much it gets much more homoerotic Woo! toward the end. Whoa, it's, so, oh, it's homophobic if you, too. If, no, <laughs> awesome. no homoerotic. Awesome. <laughs> so, so if you like boys who like smooth boys and you like local comedy, check it out. And uh, John you know, loves smooth boys. They did boys. a good job. They did um, a good job. Snyder saying this was like the fight on Radio Row where the dudes were fighting. They were fighting on Radio Row recently. You know about that? Down in no. I didn't see this. Yeah, no. like some, some in Minnesota. People, yeah, yeah. They were like two two uh, radio hosts were getting into it. Was but, Dino Costa one of them? No, <laughs> I don't think so. But, um, hey, speaking of buying Twitter followers, the fucking the the dude uh, for the Sun Times. I think it's Sun Times. Richard yeah, Roper for yeah. the Sun Times. No, the yeah. other one. The Tribune. Not Roper, Tribune. But the other one. Tribune. Yeah. No, Richard Roper is his name. Was I think. it Roper? Is that his name? Chicago Paper. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Roger name? Ebert? No, no, about? no. It was Ebert. Yeah, but it no, was Ebert. Ebert's dead. This is Richard is Roper, dead. who did a show with with Ebert. Um, he got suspended because they said we all of a sudden buying Twitter followers came to light, and they were like, you, we, "Dude, I was talking about this shit like nine I years know. ago." And they were like, we, "We, we." They suspended the guy because they found that he bought Twitter followers. Now he may not have bought it. Like as as I as I defend Colin, Colin got Twitter followers bought for him. I got him pointed at me. You got him sent <laughs> by to the you. tens of so thousands. You can get that sent to you without do, can't do anything about it. At the time, it. I had a notification setting in my Twitter that I would get notified of each new follower, and it was just I could see it was just constantly all twenty four hours a day, just going <laughs> so and many. going and going. But I was going to say, if somebody should, and they're get, all like Chinese prostitutes. Yeah, if someone should get fined. I mean, you know, and, and relieved of duty, it should be um, uh, Dino Costa because he's got that's that's what started it. You exposed how many fake Twitter followers he had. Yes, right? that's what yeah. started the whole thing. Fun fact: Dino Costa, big fan of BSN. I know yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know that. Yeah, I know that. Well, it's, it's, Stan it's is me good up side. all the time. Who, yeah. Who's not it's, a big fan of BSN? Rock? It's I don't mean to expose Drew's politics, but it's I think a lot. Of people disagree with Dino Costa on a lot of different oh, things. Oh yeah, he's not. So the, he's, yeah. Drew will sit there in the press box like Dino Costa retweeted us. I'm like, great. And he's like, uh, uh, hold on, I just threw up in my mouth. Let me let me spit it out first. Yeah, that's a that's a little questionable. I mean, you want yeah, it's great to have the coverage. But speaking of throwing up in your mouth, and speaking of BSN Denver, sure. I, I think this would be a good time to introduce the Moran of the week in oh, honor yeah. of Al Moran, Moran, Al Moran, the the loyal Twitter follower. Yes. Like speaker bus. And listener, yeah. downloader of the podcast. You know, God bless you. I'm so glad we have him. You know, um, he he would he'd be watching now, but he's asleep because he lives in he lives in Ireland. He lives in so like he lives in Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. Far, far away. Um so Irish Al, this is for you. No, this, he's not an old cut. Oh, he's Scottish. Please. Scottish don't, Al. Please don't, don't, Scottish don't say Al. he's Irish. This this is for you. This is this week's Moran of the Week goes to Mike Chambers. Wow. Uh, How'd you know Chambers. this was going to come up? Oh, look at these guys. See, live feed catches. You guys can lay out. You know what the term lay out is in jazz? You just kind of yes. take a step back. You guys can lay out. Just strum the All bass. All I will say is the BSN Denver group text messages had a week. Oh, I bet. Yeah, it's been fun. You guys listen. Just remember you're on video, so your facial expressions might betray I can say stuff. Okay, that's cool. Lay it out. Lay it out, Mike Mike Chambers went out on Twitter and he criticized uh, members of, without specifically naming them, obviously, the BSN Avalanche crew, and talked about how um, basically step to me, bro, was the general message. And um, 
and you guys cover the avalanche from your couch watching TV. Even though AJ Halfley was sitting four seats down from Mike <laughs> Chambers at the at the game right before he wrote how, that. How would you guys sorry to interrupt you, Colin, how would you guys feel knowing that you guys are down at Coors Field all the time if one of those fucking Denver Post assholes uh claimed that you guys weren't there and you were watching it from your couch like how I watch it? Yeah, it's so weird for that be us. Offensive? It's well, of course it would be, and it's so weird to us because like the guys we deal with at the Denver Post, say what you will about them, whatever. Patrick Saunders, like they're great to us. Nick Groke, like Nick Groke's they, awesome. They ask us questions, so it would be really weird if they turned around and were like, "Hey, thanks for helping us out with the minor league players." We had lunch with Thomas Harding on Saturday. Like we are very much friends with the people we work with, and they'd never right. slag you off but, like but that. But isn't that just typical but, hockey? It's yes. just typical yes. hockey. Like everybody's got to have a fucking beef with each other in hockey why make mike chambers decided to have a beef with hockey bloggers who travel with the team like adrian dater and aj athlete yeah. absolutely beyond me obviously i covered it for our site and most recently the most recent update to this story is he has disappeared he's not been at skates he's not he wasn't at the vancouver game and nobody knows where he is so is, does he have a cold like i do or <laughs> or it was is has he been put on some kind of administrative leave like when michael jordan retired i called the sports <laughs> section at the denver post and left a message you did not i did <laughs> i wanted to know and nobody's gotten back to me um and uh to me, I read into that. You know, it's interesting that nobody bothered to call me back. But uh, what I read into it is probably they did not think that was cool, and they did not think it put them in a good light. And it's worth mentioning that right after you guys went to your subscription model, which I thought was in completely insane at first until I kind of thought about it, they went to their subscription model for way more money. Yeah. And, and oh, I'm sure, I'm sure the people who are responsible for social media management and customer relationship management were not too happy about the way. You know, and I will say just based on some of the tweets I've had since we switched to universally positive, you know, we had one guy, (laughs) we we have to watch, we have to be a little bit more careful about what we say. I've heard some comments back from my bosses about stuff on Twitter. And it's not like I'm saying that screw these guys over there that cover this team that don't even really cover it. I'm just making fun of, random things sure but it's like trying to not alienate your audience and you talk about alienating your audience i mean especially hockey especially hockey where the fans have this they already have this attitude like everybody in the sports world looks down on us they're kind of like the the, you know they're, they're the redheaded stepchild of sports fans and they see themselves that way and therefore they're extra obsessive and they're extra in love with their sport and the coverage of their sport and so when they see shade being cast from an older institution toward people who are working very hard to cover the game I don't think that's a good look at all for the Denver Post. For everyone, everyone knows that AJ covers the Avalanche extremely well, and they know they're going to get they're going to get good stuff from. And Adrian Dater wrote the book on the so so love those guys or hate them, you know they're going you're going to get good coverage. So to say that about them is being intellectually dishonest. You're not being honest with with your audience because you know that they cover them well. You know they're there, so it's bullshit. What got him in? Well, I'm assuming what got him in trouble is then somebody was calling him out because he's the like the chair of the the hockey, national hockey pro writers, writers association and and because mm-hmm. there's of, one member by the way in denver and it's him 
Yes, and, and he's the head of it. And, so and I wonder what those meetings look like. It's right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, and so so AJ can't get credentialed because of this dickhead, right? And so that's what I think set this off. And so somebody was saying, "Hey, man, you know, that's not really cool." There, and someone was kind of sticking up for him, and um, and said, "You know, that's not really cool. You're kind of chirping at these guys, blah blah blah." And then he brought the MMA thing out and was like, "Well, you know, if you want, we can go at it MMA style. It's got to be legal." I'm like, "What are you? Are you fucking high?" This, are you high? Are you, this, are you seriously like talking about scheduling an MMA fight with some guy on Twitter because you don't like what he has to say? And I just thought this is fucking this is insanity. And I will say that Brandon Spano, who is who's a lovely gentleman, um, his tweet today was from MMA to MIA, and I thought that was a that was a really good. Uh, <laughs> oh, was, yeah, yeah, damn, yeah. I missed that. Oh, you missed that? It was a good I one. So. That one. But 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 how crazy is that? Like now, Dater. Dater was kind of like that a while back when he worked for the Post. He was too. He got into it with people, and I think he got into it with Spano. Yeah, he and mm-hmm. he and I think he had a obviously had a come to Jesus moment, and uh, he did his. Uh, yeah, it was called unemployment. <laughs> yeah, so, so and I think and I think he kind of went, oh, you know, it's. Not, I mean, I'm sure he's still salty. That's great. That's how he should be. But I I think that when you he's a hockey guy, yeah, of when you get, hey, when he's you bringing that, it, man. When you get in that position and you're like kind of like threatening people to fight, it's like, man, you don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. You don't need to. You don't need to chirp about a a blogger who's watching it from his couch. You don't even need to mention it. Why? Why do you even have to go there? And I think that's where you just kind of see like, oh, these guys are desperate. He knows he's going to be out of a job probably in another in another well, year. And and that's what I'll say. And and of course, it's easy for me to say this. It's easy for me to be on this side of it. But if if BSN Denver didn't matter, our names wouldn't be in their mouths. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. And, and and so like when people are calling you out, or when people are trying to fight other people who are sticking up for you. Like all that says to us is that like, not that we've made it, you know what I mean? Like you've never made it. We we're going to continue to push ourselves forward. But when we see stuff like that and people getting that upset oh, yeah. over the fact that we just exist. And it's one thing. Cause like I, I had my kind of back and forth with Mark Kisla back in the day when I was really, when I just was a blogger and I went straight at him and I said, I don't like the way you're talking about the new media stuff. I don't dig it. He and I have worked that out since I, I consider Kisla a friend. Now we talk in the press box. He's a great guy. Kiz I, I got is great. Actually, no yeah. problems with Kiz, but that was just me, some dude. And he was totally open to the exchange. You know what I mean? Whereas AJ Hayfley and Adrian Dater really like that. That's what stuck out to me is like, if you can't recognize the contribution those guys are making, like I, I can be humble about myself a little bit, but those guys and the job they do covering the avalanche, that's ridiculous. Nick, Ro- Nick Groke is who I immediately thought of when I was thinking of you guys. And I thought Nick is an awesome dude. And I never in a million years would I ever think he would say something negative about you guys. Cause he's a cool dude. He's like, Hey, whatever. I'm going to do my job. Beers do after the game with Nick yeah. all the time. He's a, he's a great dude. And it never, I just thought that's the type of guy who would never do that. And Mike Chambers is the type of guy who would, who would do what he did. And all I know is I want to be a fly on the wall the day that mike chambers gets fired at the denver post and has to walk into the bsn offices and talk to brandon <laughs> i don't think he's i want to be position. a fly on i think the wall. i think they got that covered i think they got that covered so um but yeah more on moran of the week that's the moran of the week right there mike chambers yeah good stuff thanks thanks mike i'm sure these guys are enjoying the, the all the subscriptions they got over the uh, hashtag over the mma is legal great best promo we've had <laughs> at our company. well and i'm not mis- if i'm not mistaken 
I saw Brandon tweet, we just had a record week, a week of subscriptions, we and it happened to be right in the shadow of that event. And, so and, nice job, Mike Nice, nice job. And let me, let me just say, and I was thinking about this today, too. Um, it, people probably like, oh, more fucking BSN guys on, on the goddamn show, right? Well, listen, one, they all want to come on. They all want to come on and shit. And the they're shit. fucking good. And they're good. And they have a lot they're, to say. They're, they're interesting, and, and, and we appreciate that. We get a, like, we had a lot of people that have come on in the past. We've tried to get them on. I'm not going to mention any names, but they have um, – They maybe I'll mention it when we get off here, and I'll well, do it live. They, they pay well, too, they, uh, us. So well, absolutely, yeah. Sure. But we've had well. people that have been on here before, and they've just kind of like – like kind of like not kind of dodged us a little bit since then and uh none of you guys have dodged us you guys have always come on and 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 given great uh in and given great information on the show and so i would just think like if anyone's like oh more bsn guys it's like hey these dudes come on they want to do the show we're gonna we're gonna have a good time we with should it. talk well, to them about of, the rockies speaking of information <laughs> we'll, we'll get to the rockies <laughs> we will I'll, after this break. i'll do this <laughs> Maybe I'll drop a little breaking news on the podcast. Okay. I know that maybe doesn't happen oh, much oh. on the podcast. That would be a first. And other uh, than the fact that Scott's gay, that came. <laughs> that was breaking news, which is shocking like, with my wife and my kids. And, right, and, and, right. And well, it happens. Yeah. Scott. Not really. It's, it's, not if you're a Republican. It's yeah. yeah. shocking. To finish up the Mike Chambers thing and give some more information. Uh, from what I've been told, things are going to change with how that operates over there with pro hockey writers. So I think that. Uh, the direction that the media is headed, especially as a 22-year-old and wanting it to go in a direction, is a good one. And hopefully, and I really hope for the success of the Denver Post. It is important that the Denver Post Fuck succeeds. Fuck yes, yeah. it, it is. is important. It's crucial. Right. It's a public trust. So right. We need it. Hopefully. We absolutely need it. Not right. for sports. Not for sports. No. no. <laughs> Somebody's got to be keeping an eye on the fucking government. Right. This does not matter at the end of the day. No. Right. So. But to, to even to finish off on, on John's point, like the great thing about it is like now we get to travel and we're yeah. we're at every game. We've, we've been at every home game for years. Now we're going to be going on the road and we'll come on South Stands any yeah. time. Nice. So like, nice. like there, nice. there, it'll just be like, so yeah, gonna, are we in town that week? We'll be there. And we need to be more accessible than those other so guys. How does that are, work for you is for traveling? Is it up to, to you or are you going to go to every game? Are you going to split the time? How we, are you we've got a, it? we've got a budget and, and we'll uh -huh. figure it out and it'll be, we won't be able to go all of them. The, we looked ahead of time. We think about half of the road series we're going to get out to. That is we'll awesome. probably make it to 125 Rockies games. This wow. year is what we're so planning on, which is, that's, you that's know, and what a life. Once what again, a life. Yeah. For a 22-year-old oh, or a 64-year-old <laughs> Right. <laughs> right, exactly. Think about this. The week In the twilight I, of his life. He's, 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 he's living his dream. That's finally. right. <laughs> the week I graduate college, my work's going to send me to San Diego, San Francisco, and L.A. to cover Colorado Rockies baseball. That oh, is awesome. That ain't bad. I hate this kid. Yeah, he's uh, he's obnoxious. I know. It's awesome. He's obnoxious, but we love him. So. I love life. Let's uh, let's get into the fourth quarter. We got we still got a lot to cover. Fourth quarter? I know. Yeah. It's, I've only scratched like two. We should talk about the list. Rockies. Give so Will Barton the ball. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the Rockies. Give Will Barton the don't give Will Barton the ball. <laughs> give Will Barton the ball. No, don't. Let's see um, what happens. We're gonna get into we're gonna get into some Rockies right after this. But mostly you just make me mad, baby. You just make me mad. Linger on. Your pale blue eyes 
scooters come from and springtime is right around the corner oh my god i can't wait i know you can't wait either ride a scooter to the baseball game man park at a bike rack outside with the 50 cc scooter from sportique where scooters come from right there super showroom at 160 south broadway you don't want to miss out denver's a scooter city you're a scooter dude check it out don't feel like you're gonna be a pussy it's not a pussy thing. It's fucking awesome. And it's bike lane legal. Grab a 50cc scooter at Sportique. Where scooters come from. And tell them the South Sand sent you. This is off the uh, new Ty Siegel record, by the way. Oh, I've heard some of that, yeah. And uh, it's first of probably like four or five albums this year, but um, pretty rocks. It's good stuff. stuff. Yeah. I, lo- I love me some Ty Siegel. I like it. Um, I wanted to mention really quick, um, I know you guys are big CU, big CU guys. Um, there is an untapped, there is an untapped market for um, CSU coverage. Because believe it or not, people like CSU stuff, right? Huh? Do you guys know this? There's like 15 or 20 about this nationally. <laughs> so look, Way so listen, it. you guys know that CU has a big following. You guys, BSN kind of backed away from CU stuff for the time being because you're yeah. concentrating on other things. But you know that people are, they're thirsting for CU stuff, right? <laughs> you can fucking do a CU podcast when, you know, the fucking, the buffs are, the, the football team's playing or whatever the hell they do up there. Um, so <laughs> Playing. Playing, yeah. Yes, yeah. C, C, uh, CSU has a big fan base too. Now, whether you want to admit it or not, they have a big fan base and, and people are into it. Now, it's awful. I don't follow this bullshit. The problem is they they can't <laughs> afford computers. It's true. Uh, now, yeah. I went this to CSU. I went, yeah, that's I went, you went to CSU as well. Yeah. And um, I probably went to maybe three football games. My, oh, I went to a bunch. Did you? Well, they, they had, you could have like kegs in the parking you lot. You were also was, like kind of out of control in, in college. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my college yeah. experience was similar to Scott's or is similar to Scott's, I should say. Out of control? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I got out of control. I just didn't do it at the football. Boulder was kind of nuts. Yeah. Uh, I mean, awesome. it, it was fun to go down the boulder. It, and It's yeah. really tough to drop acid at the football game. Yeah. Well, okay, well let, me t- hey, let me let me tell you a quick story. Not in Boulder. on the same football team that have done that during the football game. Know, I'm sure they have. <laughs> that but would be let, awesome. Let me tell yes. you a story. So the first year that CSU went to a bowl game, I want to I want to say it was like the Freedom Bowl. This is like we're talking like. It was the smokable. We're talking like 91 or 92, I think. I don't know when it was. Was and um and they went and it was the first time they went to a bowl game in forever and um and yeah, so Sonny just got to town I, I think uh, like, I think Sonny was there I, I, yeah I think Arizona was picked by Sports Illustrated to be the best team in the nation and and CSU beat them I don't and know I, remember, I don't know about that I remember that whole but uh, so they had a they had a pep rally 
at uh, at Moby Arena, and they said, "Hey, come on out." This is like right as Christmas break was going down. They said, "Come on out to the pep rally at Moby. Um, we're gonna have a football team there. It's gonna be awesome." So we took some mushrooms. We're like, let's go to the prep pep rally on mushrooms. And so we went out there and um, we're fucking tripping, sitting there and in like just going, oh, my God, this is fucking this is this is crazy. Bunch of stuff happened. There was like this kind of drunk Santa Claus stumbling around. And then at the end, it, sure. at, at the end of the thing, everyone's like, yeah, pep rally, CSU. It looked like the players were, were coming through the crowd to get me and like climbing up through the crowd. Like and I was like, I was like, oh, fuck, man. And I was like, and I was like, we got to get out of here. And that's basically how it ended. I was like, it was probably Joey out. Porter coming after. I, it might have been. Yeah, I just remember him like looked like they were coming through the crowd, and I was like, "Oh, we gotta get the fuck out of here." So that was kind of my my uh, my CSU sports experience. Um, but I bring it up. It's not, not a wonder you didn't do more. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a wonder. Um, I I bring it up, and actually, when you and I went up a couple years ago to the CSU basketball game, you have that was, flashbacks. That was the first. Yeah, it was in there. Yeah. Whoa! So I just bring it up because our buddy Snoop Cow. You know Snoop Cow? You guys oh, know yeah, Snoop yeah, Cow? Yeah, we know Snoop you know Cow? Snoop Cow? Yeah, I think you know. Snoop he probably, he probably oh probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He um he started a, a CSU podcast, but he won't. What fucking, yeah, he did? He I won't, don't know about. He he won't advertise it because it's not right yet. You know, it's not right yet. He's done three fucking episodes and he won't promote it because I'm, oh, it's just not right I'm yet. I'm sure he's got Jake blocked on Twitter. I'm certain 100%. of it. I'm, I'm 100% oh, sure of this. you're such a CU guy. Nah, he I'm, probably didn't block you. See, I'm not that much. I don't care about CU football. That's where people mistake me. I love CU hoops. I don't care about CU football, but it's just so funny to get under CSU fan skin. It's just oh, so sure. fun. Sure. We, oh, we don't. Bet. It's great. We, but they're two different leagues, though. It's like, you know, right. saying, hey, my professional league. Uh, team is and, way better than your minor league right team. and me and you <laughs> we can talk leagues. about it because yeah. like i can be like yeah, all right csu is respectable and what they do whatever but it's the csu fans that are like we're just as big time as cu no. that are like all right no. i'm gonna make fun of you all, all, all yeah, the yeah. csu fans <laughs> need to say is hey our coach's daughter never fucked any players. Oh <laughs> wow! Okay. Anyway, but are so, you sure? So are he's sure he's he's got a podcast, and I said I'm I said because he he was he was sending me messages going, hey, you know what should we do here? And and, and I was listening to it a little bit. And I was helping him out. I was giving him some advice, you know. And I was like, hey man, come on, you know, throw this thing out there, tell people about. it. I'm sure there's lots of people that want to hear about CSU. At stuff. least twelve. At I least twelve. <laughs> and uh, and so yeah, and he, I think he was at ten. He wanted to get to twelve listeners. So I said. I said, I'm going to fucking promote your goddamn podcast and I'm going to tell everybody about it and make them listen to it. And uh, you're not going to be able to do a damn thing about it. And so I was trying to force him out to, you know, get him to do it. it sounds great. They do a good job. Um, but, uh, you know, it's CSU. I said, I, I'm, I don't want to listen to it. I don't care about this. <laughs> I'm going to promote so, it. Yeah, I'm not going to listen to this. I thought I'd promote it. So it's called the, uh, it's called the, um, it's called the Ram Sanity podcast. Oh, and, uh, Ram Sanity. Yeah, I think I think they're at That's Ram. That's not bad. Ram, like Ram, yeah. They're at Ram Sanity Show on Twitter. Well, if they I'm, not, I'm definitely to... not following it either because I'm not following that shit. No, but, no. But, but I thought I'd promote it for the guy because you know he's a good dude. Yeah. So, yeah, Super yeah. Cow's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so. he met us at the baseball game, uh, like last year or the year before. We, and we, yeah, we, I met him at a couple of South Sands uh, Fantasy Football League, too. It's good. Yeah, yeah. It's good yeah. So, um, no. so I thought I'd turn people on to that. So go listen to it. You know, I don't know. You can find it on SoundCloud. I think it's on there right now. iTunes, you know, that bullshit. So I thought I'd just, uh, I'd just bring that up. So, hey, let's before, you know, before we're going to have to go over time, obviously, because we're already, you know, getting, getting, getting close to it. We um, should talk some Rockies. We're going to talk some Rockies. So <laughs> I want to, I want to couch this in terms of my spring. My spring training trip please, I've been planning. Please, let's hear it. It's so expensive now. Oh, my God. Like, a few years back, I went out to spring training in Scottsdale, and it was 
a reasonable reason it was a reasonably priced experience for myself and my son he was 12 at the time he's 16 now so it was four years ago and i'm i'm like trying to book hotels and buy they're like 50 bucks a ticket for spring training game it is nuts yeah. how it's absolutely crazy um, they it's need to go be back like, to uh, high court. We're going, we're going go. for four days. <laughs> it's going to be yeah. like $1,500. That's not a bargain trip for a dad and his son. That's what I was looking Spring for. Spring training should and be my a wife, cheaper. It's all hanging over my head now, too. My wife's like, well, we could have spent this money on a family vacation. I'm like, all right, let's just cancel the whole fucking thing and spend it on a family vacation. Oh, no, no, no. No, it's important that you bond with your son. I'm like, which is it? So Man, I was looking at tickets to Paris for like three fifty round trip. I know that's, it's that's more expensive to yeah. go out to yeah. to Scottsdale for a spring. Why don't you fucking, spring are you flying? Why don't you drive? Yeah, drive, nah, man. Yeah, nah, nothing's ever gone to. wrong when someone drives to Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I've done that trip many times. Yeah. Actually, just, that yeah, makes yeah, the three. For the record, it's pronounced uh, Werfano County. Just get just we get a newish so car. Get a newish hey, car. I've never believed in luck until that. I, I, I've uh, spent time in Colorado City. I know all about it. So you guys are probably luck. staying in a, at an Airbnb while you're out there. Exactly right. right. Yeah. So yeah. I, I wish I out. I wish yeah. I had done that. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been a that would have been a really good idea. Those tickets were staying at like the Motel Six. And it's like a hundred and a half a night for a Motel Six. Don't yeah. No. Do the Airbnb thing. But but you're right though. Those tickets, I mean, even since I've been going in the last four or five years I've been going down there the tickets have gotten out of control especially if they're playing the Cubs or something or right. somebody what the, decent one, one yeah. of the games I'm seeing is at the Cubs Park nah, and nah. I paid no, $50, you're not. <laughs> I paid $50 <laughs> yeah. a seat for to a stand for a game that doesn't count so, so uh, can't, wait can't can't you yeah. cancel can't you cancel your hotel and then get an Airbnb at this probably point? so at this oh, point okay. yeah right. it's well, still should. a couple months away but, yeah, but yeah, it hadn't occurred to me to look into a B- Airbnb. I booked the whole thing through Travelocity. It's like fifteen hundred bucks for four days. Oof, that's brutal. It's too yeah. much. Yeah, that's too much for that. I, I mean, I'll tell you what, though, if you don't want to pay those tickets, first of all, don't go to see them when they're playing anybody good because that'll screw yeah. you up. But go hang out on the backfields. It's free. It's still baseball. You can watch four games at one time. Go to the backfields. You don't have to pay anything. Yeah, they're they're the minor league guys. But if you're going late in the season, then all the next guys who are going to be there, I've seen great players playing on the backfields. Coming up, John yeah. Gray playing on the backfields. You you want to watch that dude? You want to know the next guy? They're all back there. You can watch them for free. You can sit five feet away from them, and then you can get their autograph as they're walking off the field. You can go talk Hell to yeah. them about them just pitching. So you you want a spring training experience? Don't pay fifty bucks to see them play the Cubs and we'll just walk. 50 feet the other direction, hang on to the backfields. Or, or take a trip to much. Grand Junction during the, during the season. Right? <laughs> $3 you beers. Could, you could see uh, Tapia so, and all those guys. So yeah. let, Sounds so, like I've done this all wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so let me tell you this. So um, I, I want to I talk a little Rockies, obviously. And uh, I want to talk about some of the guys that, uh, that we I'm think. I'm so fired up for this team. It's going to be great. Now, I want to do, do this thing. I'm going to run this by Spano. I think this is a, I think this is a good bit. So every week I go and I and I go talk to my mom and uh, so my mom's in her 80s she hates the I say she hates the Rockies but it's I I talk to her and I go hey how about that Rockies game oh those Rockies she's always upset she's totally upset she yeah. fucking hates them so I think so she hates it because your dad spends money on season tickets that's no the issue. no, that no. It? that's it no she just she just can't uh, she just can't she thinks they're losers no matter how well they do like last season I'm like. 
they did so great. This was such a great, oh, those Rockies. And she's just upset, right? She's pissed off all the time. So I think, I think getting an update from her every week is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to film it. And I'm just going to say, hey, how about those Rockies? No matter what they did. And then she'll be like, that, uh, what she call it? She called out, um, she, I can't, I'm getting the, the thing mixed up. So she calls out of veto. Out of vino, she calls him out of vino, or she calls him something wrong. So she yeah. mispronounces the names all, all wrong all the time. So it's it's very hilarious. But um, I think uh, I think that's a little feature. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to try to get going. But hey, I'd, I'd put it up on the site every week. I'll tell you that one. I would yeah. do that. I don't. I would check the Spano, I guess. But I, if I need his, uh, <laughs> you don't you don't need his you don't need his approval. I don't, I don't need his approval. I'll tell you my my favorite article that we did last year. My personal favorite was one that Jake wrote that was after the Rockies finally clinched because we'd been. Ki- keeping up with this going back to the Mike Chambers the stuff people say on Twitter when they're so sure of things and so good. <laughs> we had been we had been in on this before the season started we knew where the team was going Jake and I follow them very closely in case you guys you know anyone sure. listening wasn't aware he had what you had 85 wins I had 86 and they won 87 yeah so we we knew exactly what they were gonna do. we both had them in the playoffs losing to air to someone in the wild I, yeah. card game you had who I had, I had the Mets and I had the Mets too yeah. so we both screwed that up but everything else we had right and and so we're getting down to the end of the season. All throughout the year, we got people coming to us like like this situation. Oh, they're not going to – no matter what the Rockies do, they're never going to be good. They're never going to be – and then the final month of the season, they're not playing especially well. Every time they took a tough loss, we would just get a stream of tweets after games. Just angry. Just angry. And Jake and I just started keeping them. And we knew, and I don't know if you guys saw the article, but we published it when they. Yeah, yeah, did you get any from John? Because John was pretty down on him. <laughs> no, I don't think I was that yeah, down. Sure, on him. I you did see Snyder that article. So it was, it was awesome. Wasn't that down. We had yeah. a very specific rule because we were deciding how to do this, and it wasn't just you get you down because you get down after a bad game. Sports yeah. fans, we're, yeah. not, we're not trying to pick so, on anybody. Hey, you, you you said they weren't going to make the playoffs. To, I was the only one sitting here. Uh, oh, no, John did not say that explicitly. Anyone who said it explicitly on Twitter, if we had it in writing we would have put it anyone yeah. who said explicitly on twitter they will not make the playoffs we put in that article. thank you but they didn't make the playoffs they, yes they, they did, did. Playoffs. Yeah, they they did. did. They you guys tell me yeah. is a play-in game the playoffs but it yes. wasn't a, it's not, not a play-in, play-in game. game it's an officially a playoff it's a wild game. card game. it's a wild playoff card game. one playoff game yeah, yeah. It's, yeah which is a bunch of crap so uh correct yes. I, I would <laughs> i would assume you guys are down with the idea of shortening the seasons to like 100 and what 52 games I mean, something like that for it that's never going to happen. I don't but, care. But why not? Because it used to be that way. Money. That's why not. They'll make way less money. That's how many fewer games you've got so. to sell 40,000 seats because, and $9 beer. Yeah. But you can add maybe, uh, I don't know, eight or nine extra playoff games. Okay, Scott, here's the deal. Every time they cancel a game due to a rain delay, uh-huh. the Rockies organization approximately loses $1.25 million. Oh, that's yeah, they don't money. like they don't that's like why that. They but do but not. a playoff game is worth more. Sure, sure but, but not but in, in in baseball half the teams don't it's more than half the teams don't make the playoffs so some sure, of those yeah. teams are going to make more money most of the teams are going to make way less so you're going to take away let's say you make that wild card game a three game series instead of a one game series and you're playing a 154 game season okay so now all of a sudden you have four teams playing two more games rather than the other 28 playing yeah, approximately whatever. Yeah, but is. like Pittsburgh has like 4,000 people there or something like that. No, so, Pittsburgh uh, does pretty well. The only or, teams, or someone who's out of it. Okay, so, so, so but Tampa Bay won't have anyone there. But sure, even yeah. those meaningless games in Milwaukee, there's still going to be 25,000 people there. The last games of the year when the Rockies There's not going to be meaningless games in Milwaukee this year. There, there won't no, be this year, <laughs> but the last games the last few years in Coors Field when they were meaningless, when they were 68 game, wins a sure, year, yeah. there's still 30,000 people there. 
Yeah. Buying beer, all that That's stuff. That's only because the Dodgers are in town. And they're screaming, but let's still, go that's, Dodgers. They're, they're making their from, money. Uh, the, you know what's interesting about the Dodgers fans is that they, they buy the cheapest seats that they possibly can. Because they're poor. And they're poor. And then, and then the Raiders mm-hmm. fans, because uh, they were, remember what, the Dodgers and the Raiders were both in town that same exact weekend that last. Uh, oh, that's, that's, a, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's double trouble, so, baby. So, so you saw people in Dodgers uniforms in Raiders hats. It was Ugh. so disgusting. Oh, but the worst kind of human. That is the worst kind of human. They were like, they're obviously brown people. So they're like, like four or <laughs> five. Uh, I take uh, my worst human <laughs> comment back, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you have that tack. I immediately yeah. come have that tacked on to the end of it. Hey, what? What just happened <laughs> so so beyond the seats you know like behind the icon plate like row like 50 whatever it is way back there there's they're like four or five row deep of dodgers fans and chanting you just hear the no. echoing going through the I, you know what i do i'd have the coors field i'd be a coors field usher i'd dress as one i'd have an x-ray gun and i'd walk by uh, and x-ray so all their balls and be like <laughs> hey uh sirs are you having a good time here and i'd be x-rays x-raying their balls so they couldn't reproduce see john's all about the long game he cares about the next <laughs> yeah, generation yeah. he doesn't really I'm care like, about I'm like let's I don't, I don't want to kill them i just want to make them sterile so they don't reproduce it's the same yeah. thing with the transplant plant fans a- absolutely exactly. Do- yep, dodger yep. fans are fine it's it's dodger spawn that oh yeah we don't want that we those poor kids they don't have, they don't have a chance. So um, so so let's talk about the Rockies and how they're going to be um, how they're going to be structured this year. So they got all these young guys coming up, right? And so all these young guys are going to be uh, uh, competing for spots. Um, we we don't really know who the first baseman is, right? And so we we want to maybe see if one of the young guys is coming. Who's going to be on the team, the starting roster that maybe wasn't last year, in your guys' opinion? I mean, I, I think Ryan McMahon's going to be the first baseman. So I know he finished the yep. season with the team, but I think I think he's going to be on the roster one way or the other. He okay. will be there to start the season. And if you guys don't know who Ryan McMahon is, he was once a top prospect in baseball. Was a second round pick for the Rockies out of Modern Day High School. Was actually their starting quarterback. And if you know anything about football, Modern Day High School, Matt Liner went there. It was a it's a very mm. famous football school. He's a hell of an athlete. Maybe the best athlete in the Rockies organization is Ryan McMahon, and he can play a bunch of different positions on the field. Was one of the Rockies' top prospects. Prospects had a very bad year, one year in double-A when his team played not a single home game because there was no stadium in Hartford. Uh, So there was some reason for that. Came back last year, was one of the best hitters in minor league baseball between double-A and triple-A. In fact, there was a time in triple-A where he went 14 of 16 at the plate over the course of like a four-game stretch. And That's almost impossible. While he was doing all of that, by the way, he was learning how to play second base. So That's awesome. Um, So he's going to be the first baseman. Yeah. You think he'll be the first baseman? If things go the way they want them now, to. Now, Drew, yes. I know you love you, you, you some Ram Altapia. Is he, yes, uh, he, is he, is he uh, on the starting uh, roster as a I think he's got, I think he's got a good chance. The only thing that I think is going to stop him from doing that is if David Dahl shows up in spring training and just absolutely destroys. I don't think they want to start Gerardo Parra. I've seen a lot of people saying, and, and that's kind of the fill-in right now. He's the vet. You go, eh, yeah, you put him in right field. I don't think they want to do that. Bud Black made it clear at the end of the season last year that Parra's got a bit of an endurance problem. He's a perfect fourth outfielder. Leave him where he is. It's going to be Tapia or Or, or a shortstop or a second base. He can, <laughs> yeah. he can play any position on the field. Yeah, move, really. yeah, 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 move those guys around. But but I, I think Raimal Tapia has not only a decent chance to take over as a, in a starting role, but to at some point, maybe starting the season, take over for Charlie Blackman as the leadoff hitter so Charlie can yes. move down a little bit, I bat third, bat fourth. And the Rockies have made a huge change in this. They've – very hard lined the idea as Charlie Blackman the last as the the leadoff hitter the last five or so years. This year they're starting to leave breadcrumbs that they're thinking about moving him out, yeah. which is a significant turn of events. I don't necessarily love it. 
Uh, I don't think it really matters at the end of the day that much. As long as you still have Charlie Blackman in the lineup, that's what matters most. But you're looking at Ryan Tapia, and he's the future center fielder of the Rockies if things go right. And the rest of the Rockies lineup around him, what they really need is Drew's written this article, whether it's Trevor Story, David Dahl, Ryan Tapia, or Ryan McMahon, they need one of those guys to step up to be it's Charlie Blackman, Nolan Arenado, and that guy. If they, they take, need a third if they take guy. Charlie out of the, the leadoff spot, I feel whoever takes over it needs to have the same leadoff song, though. Just because it <laughs> no, really starts no, no, things no. off. So good. Um, like, perfectly. What about, what about, uh, what about Rogers? Is Rogers, uh, is Rogers going to play? Is he going to be? He came out today or yesterday and said, it is my goal to play for the Major League team But he's a shortstop, yeah, right? Yeah, is he a shortstop or does he play everywhere? I, I mean, he's, he's a shortstop sh- second baseman. He can, okay. He's know. a shortstop that they're going to end up moving to second base. Yeah. kind of the verdict and it's not that because he's def- bad defensively and that's the bad thing about it is Brendan Rodgers is good enough defensively where he can play shortstop and obviously not many people are so that's surplus value if you have a guy that can hit three 325 home runs and play shortstop that's extra value so now you move him to second base which is a position a lot more people can play but you're losing value the issue is that Trevor Story and this isn't really an issue turned himself into a gold glove caliber yeah. shortstop he's last really year. good yeah. and what you have in Trevor Story even though people said he had a sophomore slump he actually really didn't maybe at the plate for the first month or so he did Trevor's story is already better than what Brendan Rodgers can be for the next year or two and no one is higher on Brendan Rodgers than me I think this is going to be a superstar but it's going to take some time for him to come into his own at the major league shortstop level and you have some opportunities to get him in at second base and this is a guy where, that where will be Le- on the team where do you put LeMahieu in there yeah LeMahieu's contract is up at the end of the 2018 season. And I think there are some signs, whether you see Ryan McMahon moving to second base, Forrest Wall was drafted kind of to replace DJ, or Brennan Rodgers. You have some guys that can be there. DJ's a great Rocky, obviously, but... Brennan Rodgers is the level of talent that is rare in Major League Baseball. The one that goes, okay, this is a guy that not only can replace my starter, who is an all-star worthy guy, you know, borderline all-star worthy guy, but be a superstar at that position. And that's how good Brennan Rodgers could be. But they're not going to trade Story or try to move him somewhere else to to fit him in. No way. Trevor's got so much potential. It's like... Even if he stays right where he was last season, it's like Jake was saying, if you consider that the sophomore slump or what, if he stays right there as like gold glove caliber defense and 25 home runs from the shortstop position, like even if he hits 220, you'll take that because nobody else has shortstops that are doing that. The only place for Trevor Story to go is up. Or to the Yankees. They could make that mistake, but as we're seeing with all these labor problems, all the reason these, these Jake Arrieta isn't signed, Eric Hosmer isn't signed, oh, yeah, the huh. reason why all those guys aren't signed is because there are players out there like Trevor Story who's making nothing yeah. and has the potential to be a superstar. Are we going to see any more Rockies movement with maybe signing players here in the next It next feels weeks? like there might be one more move yeah. in the cards, but it's going to be a move that isn't going to be like, well, the Rockies got this guy. Oh, my sure. God. I'm, it's going to be the Rockies re-rock back Mark Reynolds. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be one of those catcher. things. It's, yeah. gonna, but it's going to be a move that will be super important. What, what about uh, for them? Lucroy? I, I, I don't. Is Ionetta the guy, or is it going to yeah, be Lucroy? They, they yeah. got to move on from that. It right? sounds yeah. like Ionetta is the guy, but Drew and I both think that they should still bring back Lucroy. Oh yeah, I'd love that. I Luke, love Lucroy. Lucroy's a great player. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. And they need more than one catcher. So if it's not going to be him, like somebody of Walters or Murphy has got to step up. Because... And I don't think Drew or I really have any faith in Walters or Murphy right now. And that's not yeah. to say that they can't do it because I think we've both seen them at times do it, whether at the major league or minor league level. But 
it says a lot that by the end of the season last year, they were playing Tony Walters a lot at second base in batting practice because yeah. I think they want to move him into that versatile Austin Barnes type role that the Dodgers Murphy had last year. Um, Murphy used um, Slayer's South of Heaven as his walk-up music. And, um, yeah, but I, Luke Hoyt's got that sweet Billy Goat beard. I, I know, but, yeah. I, but yeah. I've never been there when Murphy played, so I never got to hear Slayer when I was sitting at he, cha- he changed it, though. He changed it something else. <laughs> did he change yeah, it? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he came up with, uh, okay. I don't know, something. Right, it, well, it, was, that's, it wasn't that's, Slayer, that's unfortunate. So, yeah. Slayer, so, so what do you guys think? I mean, like, do you think the, 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 the starting lineup on opening day, is it going to look significantly different than what we saw at the end of last year? No. No, not significantly different. I mean, I, I do think they're going to do everything they can to start Ryan McMahon at first base, where at the end of the year last year, they were pretty much the opposite, doing everything they could to not have yeah. Ryan McMahon start there at first base. And you're going to see somebody at one of those corner outfield spots. It's going to be Desmond and Blackman. I don't think they want to start Parra. So you're going to see so a Dull, young guy, so you're going to see Dollar Dull. Tapia. And, and as much as you guys want to think, all right, you bet you play your best player. You know, that's what you do if you're a team. There's a lot of politics in sports. There's a lot of politics in life. We all know that. Carlos Gonzalez is a face of the Rockies franchise. He was the cornerstone at right field. They were going to give him every opportunity, and they did to right the ship. He eventually did in September, but there was a lot more going on there than simply, all right, Ryan Maltapi is batting 330. Let's replace him over cargo. You can't just do that. That does that'd be like this. I if you were playing, if you're playing high school sports. <laughs> And you are a senior and you feel like you've earned your time on the varsity and you've played four years and you've put your time in the varsity and then all of a sudden this freshman stud comes up and is going to take your spot and your coach plays him yeah. over you, then all of the rest of the players in your program gonna be pissed. are going to be pissed. Yeah, but uh, Cargo and Charlie Blackman are the same exact age. Yeah. Right. Isn't that crazy? It really is. It doesn't feel like it at all, does it? <laughs> no, I, I think Charlie would be younger, but... Back problems, man, will make you feel... Trust oh. Oh, God, <laughs> I can tell you all day, it'll make you feel like you're 10 years older than you. You're oh, the same yeah. age as them, too? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. That I'm, and a bunch of gray age. in your beard. Yeah, dude. me and Cargo and Charlie are all the same age, so I'm glad that we all feel relatively equally accomplished in our lives. But what a crazy <laughs> ride for Charlie, though, to start off as a pitcher... Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually learn how to yeah. bat because he wasn't going to be a Look at you reading and Charlie's Wikipedia, buddy. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't know where I read it. Maybe I read it from one of you guys. Did you guys write yeah, anything about and that? the story about that is interesting because from one of you. he went to play the way college baseball works is it only happens in the spring, right? In the summer before his senior year, he was playing in a wood bat league, which guys often do down in Texas, and he didn't tell the coach he was a pitcher. He just told them that he was a player. So he didn't tell anyone, and he just started hitting. Comes back to college at GT, and his coach sees the stats. He's like, you just hit 410. You're a pitcher. How'd you do that? And he's like, well, let me play the outfield. See what happens. Ends up getting drafted in the ninth round by the Rockies nice. as, a, as a hitter. Corey who will, be, who, coach, who, who, who will be the first Colorado Rocky in the, in, the, in, the, in Major League Baseball Hall of Fame? They'll both go in at the same time. I think that I think that Black, Blackman and Blackman. No, no, and, I think Larry Walker yeah, and Todd Helton oh. are both going to go into the Hall of Fame. No. Todd Helton will go in with no. the actual writers vote and the Veterans Committee will put Larry Walker in that. What same about the PED thing, though? Neither Who's, one of them ever took Pete. Those guys. Helton, Helton, no, 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 no. no it's, Helton's it's, never under suspicion. They, of that. they had Coors Field injected into their. Yeah, bones. Coors Field, as I believe Larry Walker said something about Coors Field was his PAD. Yeah. Right? Here's my take. I don't think either are going to end up making the Hall of Fame, and mm. I don't. I don't necessarily agree with that. But the way things have trended, I. A lot of people like Todd. So Helton's. if neither of them do, who's the first? If Nolan ends up with his career here, Nolan is obviously the Nolan the case. would be the first. Yes. Uh, yeah, if it's not I, one of I those think, two, it'll be Nolan. I think what Troy Tulowitzki's gone through in Toronto right now, 
almost assuredly made him not a Hall of Famer. Oh, I mean, he had Hall of Fame talent. If Troy Tulowitzki continued the pace he was on with the Rockies, with the Blue Jays, he was a Hall of Famer. It was Easy. almost a layup. Yeah. But his career has just fallen off the absolute map. And I and I want Tulo to turn that around because I grew up loving Tulo. But, you know, you're looking at it as, <laughs> right, it's awesome. Tulo! But, yeah, stuff. Nolan Arenado is obviously hey, the best candidate can, right now out of anyone. I'm, I'm going to ask a favor of the two of you because you, you have this great influence on people. Can you mm. really push the whole sandblaster thing? I, the, oh, it's, yeah. It's yeah. the greatest nickname ever for Arenado. I don't think anyone's and, pushed yeah. that harder than me. Uh, yeah. and, 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 I, th- I think you're talking to the guys that have pushed it. Well, we'll keep pushing it because it was like it was there for like a week and then just disappeared. Yeah, uh, we, we were... Sandblaster do- is the perfect nickname for this guy. We've been running through our top 10 moments from the last season, and one of them was, I can't remember now, I did the list and I can't remember, but like it seventh was just... Or seventh or eighth was... It was just like, I don't even know how it happened, sand- but just one night it all of a sudden so it became organic. the Sandblaster. That's what was great about yeah. it, is that it was an organic thing with the fans, and Jake and I were watching it happen on Twitter as people were starting to recognize it. It was like a slight mistranslation of a Spanish phrase, and it, all of it was fantastic. All of it worked together. The Sandblaster... For Nolan and then I pushed for breaking tea to make a T-shirt of it, and then they did, and then they canceled it, and then it was oh. all and it was done. You know, that's it's what nothing. I like about the Rockies is there's a nice community surrounding it, and I think there's a lot of fun stuff that happens during the during the. Here's season. how fun the Rockies are, and how much involved in the community they are. The Rockies, obviously, the Nolan Arenado walk-off cycle was awesome. And you have that great image of him screaming. With I the was blood there. I was yep. there. Thank God I was. Colin, how much? What? Where's that rank in sports? Number one. Awesome. Number one. Yeah. Yeah. The one helicop- of the greatest things. The helicopter life. play is number two because I wasn't there. Right. So you know they had an off day the next day on the Monday after the Sunday game. The next Tuesday they're playing Arizona in a home series, and this is the day Nolan Arenado took Zach Granke for a triple in the eighth inning, knocked him out of the ball game, and won the ball game. And the Rockies went twenty games above five hundred for the second time in franchise. And then history. they lost like twenty Eight games, games yeah. in a row or something. Yeah. 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 But that yeah. Tuesday when yeah. we walked into the clubhouse. I think 80% of the Rockies were wearing purple t-shirts with Nolan Arenado's face on it. I have blood. that t-shirt. Right, blood. Too. Yeah. Two days after it happened, the Rockies themselves are all wearing the shirt that's a meme. That is a great community right there. Yeah, I mean, I, cool. I took the picture of Tony Walters wearing the taco shirt that Purple Row made. There is such a great relationship, and I give so much credit to the Rocky social media team and the PR people. Absolutely. They do such a great job of connecting Julian! with fans. Julian, did you see what Julian's doing today on Snapchat? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's fantastic. Like, they really reach out to their fans, make themselves accessible. Whoever like, manages their Twitter it's, account. It's Julian. It's Julian. Julian. Julian Valentin's the best. Yeah. He is a genius. He is awesome. He's an absolute genius. Mm-hmm. Colin's like, Talk shit to him too, and he, ha- and he, he handled Colin. It. He handled Colin and like he a fucking yeah. Yeah, he just ha- he handled him. He took care of it. So, um, yeah, it's Rockies good stuff. are a fun team. To, they they to really love. are, and I, I think it's it's. I'm excited for it because it just. The, oh, I the, am absolutely the, because the games I am are on. I'm twitching. I'm most, twitching. I, mo- I mean, they're wait. on. You know, several days out of the week, you always have the interaction with people on Twitter. It's always fun. There's just always kind of a. It's a long. It's a long game, so you've got a lot of time to sit there and talk shit well, to the, each other. The, the problem is, is this: the NL West will once again have three teams in the playoffs this year and who's going to be the fourth team and it could be the Rockies be the fourth team and not the third team but here's the thing and this is like why my mom misses the point is because it's still fun it's it's fucking blast you're going to have a great time we know we're going to have a great time watching the Rockies and interacting with people it's just just a good time you remember you watched the team in 2010 were you guys watching the team in 2010 you remember when Ubaldo was going 
Yep. Mm-hmm. And and then you started marking your calendar. You started yeah. looking ahead a couple of yeah. when, when's he gonna pitch? I, I don't need to watch all the Rockies games, but Ubaldo is going. Well, next year you're gonna have to mark your calendar whenever John Gray is gonna yep. pitch. You're gonna have to check that. But the rate well, Kyle, stats, yeah, the Ro- Kyle Freeland pitching. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Herman Marquez might be going. Oh, he uh, he could do something. He, he shut out the it's, Cubs last. It's year. it's delicious. Oh, man. Just, it's oh delicious. Chad Bettis is going. We got to see where he's at in his recovery to the thing. You're gonna have a lot of games marking on your calendar for this squad. Man. Um. I, I could talk about this all night, but we're way over, and we have to, we, <laughs> we have should have started Rockies early. I know, yeah. but it's it's good stuff, oh, and we but that's who you guys got in the Super Bowl. We're gonna, we're, gonna these, we're gonna have these guys. We talked about Batman in way too fucking long. Um, we'll have these guys back soon because by the time we hit spring, when you guys get back from spring training, I think that's when you guys should come back. The in issue and is back. we will be down there for the first series of the year as well in Arizona because oh. the first series, but for opening Reporting day, the week live. leading up to opening day, yeah, yeah. we will definitely come on that all Wednesday, right, we'll, Thursday, we'll whatever. You back. Yeah. I just wanted to say that uh, since Snyder was listening, when I was talking about CSU. He said it was Earl Bruce. I think that's who the um, who the oh, coach yeah. was. Earl Bruce was eighty nine. That seems early. So no, came no, in no, like 90, this wasn't eighty nine. Ninety two, ninety three. Because I, I would have been nineteen. There's no way. And he said they were playing or- the Oregon Ducks with Bill Musgrave at QB. And um, he said, I thought the coach ordered the players into the crowd after us. So that's what it looked like. It looked like the, he said, get those guys. They're tripping on mushrooms. And then and then they went after us. So, um, they yeah, knew. Yeah, they knew. They knew. Who um, do you guys got in the Super Bowl? Just say your winner. Real quick. Drew. Patriots are going to Yeah, win. yeah, yeah. They'll be down by uh, 24 at half. <laughs> and they'll win. And I, they'll I win. agree. Yeah. I don't I don't know. They're going to be down at one point, and they're going to they're gonna climb back in, and they're going to win. One uh, Over under 1.5 ridiculously stupid pass interference calls. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, A brainless for... Zach, or not Zach Gronkowski, uh, Rob Gronkowski will, not that he wasn't brainless before, but a brainless Rob Gronkowski. Rob, Gronkowski. Gronkowski. Yes. You, University of Arizona guys, we're talking about. We'll lead the Patriots to another Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, I, I think MVP. I think the um, Gronk nah, MVP. Tom will, Tom will be the MVP. Touchdown, Tommy! Yeah. Handsome Tom, handsome John. Tom, baby, handsome Tom's going to take so, it again. So you're yeah, calling it too for the Pats? Yeah, right? I think so. I think I think this is just a team of destiny until he falls off to where he's just he can't do it, and um, they just get sick of of doing it. I think they're just going to keep going. Doesn't he walk off into the sunset after this one? Uh, no, no. Have you, have you seen the Tom versus Tom? <laughs> I, I, listen, I, I said, I said, be, I said a couple of weeks ago or a week or two ago. I said, you know, the modern era of sports. You know, they should they should start it at like 1980, and because all those Steelers Super Bowls, it's like that shit doesn't count. That's not. It's a totally That's different game. Yeah. It's a totally <laughs> different players. And I think these this Patriots thing that they've done is incredible. Granted, they it's probably awesome. they probably cheated for half of them. So. Oh. No doubt about yeah, it. No they doubt about it. If you yeah. ain't rubbing, you ain't racing. That's, That's right. right. So, but um, but I think they'll I think they'll take it again. And I don't want them to. But then again, I don't want the fucking it, Eagles it, to win. Here's a variable. You know, Nick Foles also University of Arizona guy. Oh, so hey. uh, maybe there's a Foles Gronk thing going on. I, I don't know. Brock I, sure. Osweiler, Arizona State guy. Arizona State. Which, but he's not, a, he's not in the game. Which is the joke. Which is the joke. I just didn't know if we could do Denver's radio podcast yeah. without a the, fa- the famous yeah, the famous true. simpsons joke where they say this place is easier to get into than arizona state yeah so what's that tell you diet arizona diet arizona <laughs> arizona right. zero yep yeah. So what's your what's uh, your pick? Patriots, and I'm not even going to watch. I'm not even um, going to watch. I don't think game. I'm going to watch. Oh, I'm going to watch because I fucking going to watch. Justin Timberlake and can the, suck my ass. The over under <laughs> on beers I drink is nine. Uh, the over under <laughs> on hot wings. Bet. 
<laughs> I'll take that bet. Probably uh, <laughs> seventeen. I'm gonna go. 17. My friends are treating me like a mon- monkey. Like they're so they're having me line up in front of the TV with my soundboard and doing play by play of the Super Bowl. Oh, so I have Jesus to uh, in front Christ. of a whole party. So I have to like do. Play are they by getting play. you wow. drunk or high? Yes, they're doing. They're getting me drunk. But okay. like I like I have to. And I do play by play, but I have to do play by play for the Super Bowl, and I'm obviously not there. This so we'll see how that sounds kind of fun. The sounds we publish great. this yeah. at our website. Yeah. I, I can send it to you guys. You could right, say he's going to be covering the game from his couch. That's right. Ooh, oh. burn, Drew. Wow. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> With that, let's get out of here. Uh, I, I hope I hope you've enjoyed the show. I hope you've enjoyed the live show. Hey, yeah, I finally finally worked. I think um, good stuff, gents. It was nice having you in. Always a great time to have you guys because even we could talk Rockies, we can talk anything with you guys. It was really good, so um, we appreciate it. Let everybody know where they can find you on on Twitters and the and the BSN site. Hey, we're at BSN Rockies, BSNRockies.com. I'm at Drew Creaseman. He's at Shapalicious. We're on like what Facebook, iTunes, Facebook, BSN Rockies, iTunes, BSN Rockies. Just like and review all that. I'm stuff. telling you, yeah, I'm man. telling you guys. Listen, and I know we this is the BSN infomercial every week, but these guys do a fantastic job. If you want really good, if you if you're into the Rockies and you want good coverage, follow these dudes. Pay to pay to read their stuff. You'll you won't regret. They're it. really good. They're really good. They're excellent stuff. So. Wow, good show, guys. I appreciate you guys being here for the first live show ever. Again, very easy to do. Fucking you huge pussy, Brandon Perna. God damn, I don't know what the fuck's up your ass, you cunt. So um, let's uh, let's get out of here. Until next time, this has been the South Stands Live. Go Nuggets. Adios. Go Nuggets. We love you, Denver. <laughs> I left out of Tucson. With no destination in mind I was running from trouble And the jail term the judge had in mind And the border meant freedom A new life, romance That's why I thought I should go And start my life over on the seashores of old Mexico My first night in Juarez I lost all the money I had One bad senorita made use of one innocent lad But I must keep on running, it's too late to turn back, I'm wanted in Tucson, I know. Yeah, and things will blow over on the seashores of old Mexico. Two Mexican farmers.